Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, November 13th, 2017. My name is James Marino, and today we have Natalie Nowak with us. Hello, I'm here from Broadway Radio's On My Way to a BFA, and James and I will be doing the show today, so we're super excited. Yeah, Matt's going to return tomorrow. He's still in New York, making his way back down to the Orlando area. So uh, let's see if we can hold down that fort for Matt. So last Friday, um, Matt and James talked about the Tony Awards Administration Committee's decision to disqualify the play 1984. Yeah, we had this little bit of news that was unexplained by the Tony Awards uh, Committee that just said that 1984 was not uh, eligible for Tony Award consideration. And uh, over the next subsequent Friday and Saturday, we got some new news from the New York Times and the Washington Post that talked about uh, the the New York Times. Michael Paulson said that there was a rules violation, and they outlined that uh, Jose Antonio Vargas, who's a member of the nominating committee, was not invited to see 1984. A bunch of people online felt that well, that's really odd that one of many, many nominators was not able to see it so that they knocked out the whole production. Uh, and then Peter Marks of the Washington Post further reported that uh, Broadway sources, speaking on background because they weren't authorized to comment, said that the Tony Awards were also rebuffed in an effort to buy tickets for Vargas. So not only was Vargas not invited, but was not allowed to even purchase a ticket to go see 1984. Further just, uh, discussions not in the Washington Post or the New York Times also said that Vargas did not see Hello, Dolly. So there seems to be an issue between Scott Rudin and Vargas. Uh, Scott Rudin, also producer of Hello, Dolly. The New York Times outlined that Vargas had written an unfavorable review of uh, the Facebook movie. What's the Facebook movie called, Natalie? Do you remember what that was called? Oh, is it... Uh... Was it the, oh my goodness, the social network? The or social the, network, yes. The, You're is that it? Yeah. Yeah. So Vargas had written an unfavorable re- review of the social network and that Scott Rudin is holding the grudge. So um, I guess we'll see what happens further on this. Yeah, it's strange. You know, someone was telling me about this just yesterday and I said, oh, well, do they have any more information on why this could be happening? But there doesn't seem to be any more information online. So it'll be... I'm interested to see what what ends up being revealed about it. You know, Scott Rudin is certainly uh, the most powerful or one of the most powerful people on Broadway right now. And if Scott Rudin and the Tony Awards lock horns, uh, I, you know, that's I'm not sure what's going to happen there. All right. Next up, we have Escape to Margaritaville, which is a musical inspired by Jimmy Buffett's songs. And it starts previews at Broadway's Marquee Theater in February. So Mr. Riedel brings us this story um, last week that Margaritaville has booked the marquee and uh, will start in February. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure that there's much beyond that headline. They brought brought us uh, some good videos of (laughs) what's happening with Margaritaville and uh, stories about Jimmy Buffett's mom demanding that it come to Broadway. And yep. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish my mom demanded that my show went to Broadway and that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something my mom would do. Excellent. Hi, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> What's next? Next, uh, the Broadway League announced that the 2018 Kids Night on Broadway will take place on Tuesday, February 27th, 2018. 
So Kids Night on Broadway is the annual event where kids 18 and under can attend participating Broadway shows for free when accompanied by a full-paying adult. Uh, and so uh, this is a great way to get uh, get kids to Broadway without having to drop a thousand bucks a night. You know, me, uh, we have two kids and a 14-year-old and a nine-year-old. And if my wife and I and the two kids go to see a Broadway show, it's easily a thousand bucks between, well, you know, tickets and yeah. dinner and parking uh, and ice cream or pie. Cause you have to have ice cream or pie, don't you? You do. So. You do. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I was very jealous cause Matt got it. Matt went over to, uh, when he was in town uh, last week, Matt went over to juniors and it happened to be Junior's 67th uh, anniversary and um and cheesecake was 67 cents a slice for, and in support of their Oh my goodness. Birthday. Wow. You know but Matt doesn't like cheesecake but his mom had some. So. All right. Well, <laughs> there you go. All right, what's next? All right, next Tay Diggs will make his directorial debut with a private industry reading of Thoughts of a Colored Man on a Day When the Sun Set Too Early. So Tay Diggs Broadway heartthrob, an extraordinary yeah. talent, and uh, favorite in Grey's Anatomy. And was it Grey's Anatomy that he did? <laughs> I think he did Grey's Anatomy. Uh, did he do Grey's Anatomy? I don't know. Did, I think he did. I think Tay Diggs did Grey's Anatomy. But now we're going to have to check because I'll look extraordinarily yeah. more stupid. Yeah, now I have to check. Exactly. Let's no, see. I wish I knew. I am a fan of Tay Diggs, but I am yeah. unfortunately not a Grey's Anatomy watcher. But yes, he did Grey's Anatomy. But we'll that's, see. That's oh, he did. Correct. Great. No, private practice. Well, he did Grey's Anatomy. I think he did an episode. Then they spun off into this thing called private practice, which was another Shonda show. Shonda Rhimes. That's why we need okay. Matt here to correct the uh, yeah correct the thing. <laughs> so Tay is going to uh, make his directorial debut with a reading, and so uh, it's great to see Tay. Coming back to Broadway in some respect, uh, but we can check out this um, this show on thoughtsofacoloredman.com. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. Um, Bucks County Playhouse will be premiering the new musical, The New World. Normally, we wouldn't talk about something like this, except for Justin Guarini jumped in for Julius Thomas III, uh, who was injured during rehearsals, and Justin Guarini jumped in with uh, very little rehearsals and went into previews immediately and took over. He is on the, actually the board of the Bucks County Playhouse and he's a resident of Doylestown right outside of New Hope, Pennsylvania, where uh, that is. The uh, cast of this show also includes Broadway veterans like Ann Harada and uh, Jennifer Perry, Alan, uh, Ann Sanders and Clyde Aves. Um, so uh, this is a really cool story and we'll have a link to the review in the show notes. Awesome. Next, Deadline Theater critic Jeremy Gerard and Drew Jamson Theater's President Jordan Roth discuss the hottest topics on the Rialto, the only precondition being no holds barred. So Jeremy and Jordan talk about sexual harassment, uh, which has been such a hot topic in the news in the last uh, couple of weeks. What's really important about this is that Jordan is uh, one of the theater owners, uh, being the president of Drew Jamson. When this starts to resound at the top levels like that, we're hoping that this will have an impact upon the whole industry and that 
uh, Jordan is able to set an example throughout the Drew Jamson organization, which will bleed forth into all the other organizations on Broadway. Rockers on Broadway concert salutes Broadway Cares chief Tom Viola. So Tom Viola um, is a fixture on Broadway and Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. Uh, and it's so great that uh, that they're going to be honoring him uh, in the concert uh, this evening. So uh, we'll have a link to that in the show notes. Next up, Stephen Schwartz will join Jason Robert Brown for a one-night-only event, which sounds amazing because I'm a huge fan of both of them. So them <laughs> together is going to be pretty cool. Yeah, that's why I... Um... That's why I included it. You know, Jason is in residence at Subculture New York, and uh, he always has great guests. And every month I think, how is he going to top this? Uh, But now here it is. Uh, So in his December concert at Subculture, um, Stephen Schwartz is going to join Jason. So uh, Subculture is a pretty small room. So if you are a fan, you're going to have to get tickets right away. Uh, this December 18th concert is, I think they only do one concert. I don't think that they do two, but if you want to go, you should get your tickets at Subculture right away. All right, Natalie. So what's up in the schedule? Well, first up, National Theatre's production of Network in London will open on Monday. Howard Beale, a news anchorman, is not pulling in the viewers, and in his final broadcast, he unravels live on screen. But when the ratings soar, Howard becomes the biggest thing on TV. Howard is portrayed by Emmy, Golden Globe, and Tony Award winner Brian Cranston, best known for his role as Walter White on the crime drama series Breaking Bad. On Tuesday, new group's world premiere Downtown Race Riot begins previews. The play takes us back to the cramped village apartment of Mary Shannon, a single mom, as her son and best friend wrestle with their obligation to join the nearby riot, which, as indicated by the title of this production, is a riot fueled by racial discrimination. The cast is led by Academy and Golden Globe Award nominee Chloe Sevigny. This production will open on December 3rd. Manhattan Theatre Club's production entitled Actually opens on Tuesday. At a party during their freshman year at Princeton, two students connect in ways that seem innocent enough at first, but as things progress, they find themselves in murky territory. This production explores the intersection of gender and race on campuses today. On Wednesday, the City Center concert production of Brigadoon begins performances and will run through November 19th. This concert features Broadway favorites, including Tony nominees Stephanie J. Block, Robert Fairchild, Patrick Wilson, Tony Award winner Kelly O'Hara, and more. Also on Wednesday, Urban Stage's off-Broadway production entitled A Deal will begin previews. This is a dark comedy that features upper-middle-class Chinese parents who are proud to give their only daughter a life they could only dream of. That is, until they realize she's turning into a dangerous stranger. This production will open on November 20th. New York Theatre Workshop's 100 Days begins previews on Wednesday. This is a story about embracing diversity, taking a leap, and loving as if you only had 100 days to live. 100 Days was originally commissioned, developed, and produced by Z-Space and Piece by Piece Productions. The Broadway production Latin History for Morons opens on Wednesday at Studio 54. In this production, John Leguizamo schools his son on the buried and forgotten history of Latinos in the Americas in this comedic one-man play. The world premiere of Chasing Memories opens in Los Angeles at the Geffen Playhouse. Tyne Daly stars as a woman not quite ready to let go of the life she's loved and the love of her life. Academy Award nominee Robert Forster and Scott Cradolfer are also featured in this production. 
On Thursday, Prospect Theatre Company's The Mad Ones opens. I talked about this in last week's segment, so I'll just give a brief description. The score is by Kate Kerrigan and Brian Loudermilk, and this production explores the inner life of a young woman on the brink of change. The cast includes Christina Alabato, Emma Hunton, and Ben Fankhauser. Next for Thursday, Hot Mess will open at the Jerry Orbach Theater at the Theater Center. Lucy DeVito, daughter of actor Danny DeVito, stars alongside Broadway's Max Crum. They portray Eleanor and Max, their soulmates who have discussed almost everything with each other except for Max's previous relationships. On Friday, the Humans' first national tour opens in Seattle at the Seattle Repertory Theater and will then travel to cities such as Washington, D.C., Chicago, and many more. This heartbreaking play is centered around an American middle-class family and takes place over the course of a family dinner on Thanksgiving. In 2016, The Humans won four Tony Awards, including Best Play. The cast includes Tony nominees Richard Thomas, Daisy Egan, and more. Also on Friday, Home for the Holidays begins previews at the August Wilson Theater. As Matt mentioned on last Monday's show, dozens of holiday favorites will be performed by numerous reality TV and well-known YouTube stars. This production will officially open on November 21st. Cruel Intentions, the musical, begins previews on Friday. This production explores the manipulative world of Manhattan's most dangerous liaisons. These two step-siblings find themselves entangled in a web of secrets, temptation, and love. This production is based on the classic French novel Les Liaisons Dangereuses. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Irish Repertory Theater's The Dead 1904 begins previews off-Broadway on Saturday. This is a theatrical recreation of James Joyce's novella entitled The Dead. It is centered around a holiday gathering in January of 1904 in Dublin. Over the course of the evening, there is music, dancing, speeches, and disagreements. And when it's all over, Gabriel learns something about his wife, Greta, that changes his sense of who she is, who they are to each other, of what it actually means to be alive and to be dead. As I mentioned in last week's segment, The Minutes begins previews at Steppenwolf Theater in Chicago on Sunday. Tracy Letts, writer of the Tony Award-winning play August Osage County, brings you this new comedy which exposes the ugliness behind some of our most closely held American narratives. Also opening on Sunday is Pride and Prejudice, a Primary Stages production. Writer Kate Hamill of Sense and Sensibility is debuting this adaptation of Jane Austen's classic romance novel. Bedlam's Peter Pan will open at the Duke on 42nd Street on Sunday. Adapted from the original play by J.M. Barry, Eric Tucker directs this classic tale of Neverland. Now, moving on to the closings for this week. First, we have Irish Repertory Theater's off-Broadway production entitled Off the Meter on the, Re- on the Record, which will close on November 18th. London's Royal Shakespeare Company's production Coriolanus will close on November 18th. Keen Company's Lonely Planet will also close on the 18th. Classic Stage Company's The Stowaway will close on November 19th. Lincoln Center's off-Broadway production After the Blast will also close on the 19th. And that is it for this week's theatrical schedule. That's great, Natalie. Thanks so much. Why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. We'll see you next time. My name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for kicking off the week with us. Matt and I will be back again tomorrow, and we'll talk to you then. 